Welcome to The Lunch Table, where real friends who are real pastors having real conversations you may or may not have said out loud once you've left The Lunch Table. Yeah, let, so, yeah. fun fact, um, I just found out Ben, our worship leader, cuts his own hair. He's done it since he was 16. What? Like literally uses like a photo mirror and cuts his own hair. <laughs> That's wild. I was like, there is no way I could not do that. That's crazy. Well, tell Ben that, that I could tell. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I told him, of course, at first. I'm like, that makes so much more sense now. <laughs> Dude, you know what is wild? Um, so I don't know how you guys get like mail at church or anything like that, but um, I, we have like a little mail room in our office. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just like, you just got little boxes. And, um, this morning I was going through and I had gotten like a letter from one of our missionaries that we support, um, which was cool. Yeah. Um, but I picked it up and I realized that there was an, an envelope in my, in my box that I had not seen like, at all. and, um, it like, you, do you guys ever get anything for pastoral like appreciation month or anything like that? Yeah. Like, like ever. Cause I no. don't, I don't usually get anything. Yeah. So I got a, uh, I had a card in there that had apparently been in there for like a month that had been oh, signed no. by like this entire Bible study. And they put a hundred dollar bill in there for me. No no way. Way. I was like, man, that's what's up. I haven't, I've like, look I at, never get that. Look, stuff at God. look at God. Did your, did your office administrator put that card in the bottom of your mailbox just to prove a point to go check Maybe. your mailbox? Tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe, but I, I also have like random things in there that like I bought, but I oh don't need gosh. right now. Right. You know, where it's like, like I have like a, a case of XLR cables for my student building um, <laughs> that I just don't, I don't need them right now. And so I just, I just right. haven't pulled them out. <laughs> I just got the phone with you, so Pastor. I, I probably did learn a lesson there. <laughs> yeah. Their church, his church doesn't do past appreciation for any of them. Like they don't, they, he said one time they got a card with a hundred bucks in it, like for everybody. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, we don't like, do, Dang. we don't do pastor appreciation at all. It's not, it's yeah. not like for any of us. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There was, um, there was Although, actually, I think, I think we get Donnie a gift. I'm, I, I can't remember. Maybe, maybe I just like shut down emotionally wow. that month and don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, way to appreciate your pastor, Matt. Jeez. Y'all <laughs> Man, you are becoming a lead pastor more and more every day, my guy. <laughs> this, is where, this is where we can't do the recording this early because you start to see how selfish pastors really can be. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, if I'm not getting appreciated, I'm not appreciated. <laughs> Nobody gets Why? Appreciation. Why would I show appreciation if you're not appreciating me? <laughs> yeah. There was some oh, guy man, on I, DYM that said that he gets like like a thousand dollars every year. Like from his I, congregation. I ain't gonna lie. I'm, yeah. I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. What is up, guys? I'm so glad that you guys are joining us with the lunch table today. Uh, we have been on a really interesting uh, kick today on our episode. Uh, we actually hit record a little early today um, so that we could capture some of our uh, little pre-show um, conversations. So I hope that you guys uh, have enjoyed talking about that kind of stuff and uh, you know laughing about um, one of our worship pastors cutting his own hair every week. Um, well, I don't know about every week, but he cuts his own hair, which is really interesting. 
interesting and and uh, talking a little bit about pastor appreciation. Hope you guys um, do get something that'd be really awesome and uh, you know super grateful for um, people that do um, things like that. So awesome. Um, but uh, today's episode is super different. Um, we are talking about a lot of real life stuff and talking about um, sort of like the glass house that we all live in um, in ministry and sort of like how we how we go through all that and how we live through that. And so um, we're actually starting this conversation off with um, talking about a little bit of my life um, and just talking about what's going on with my daughter, Kinsley. And so um, let's jump back in. Lexi and I had Kinsley's um, final um, appointment yesterday and uh, Kinsley is actually diagnosed with autism officially. Mm. So, um, how is that really, for you? Uh, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm honestly kind of an emotional wreck about that right now. Mm. Um, way more than I thought I was going to be, honestly. But, um, yeah. but um, yeah. So it's just, I think the thing that, that sucks about it is that it's, because like, obviously, like we, we knew, like we picked to go there. It's not like someone was like, you have to right. go, like you, you need to go do this. It was like, we we had chosen um to to go there you know and and to be a part of it and so um it was just like just hard to finally like have that happen yeah. and for it to be official and um so it's like a now now we just don't you know like there's no going back on that that's like a you know there's there's no way to like heal autism you know or anything it's yeah. just like that's she's just gonna be autistic for the rest of her life and so um and so yeah i don't know it's it sucks yeah man the the, the finality yeah. of it sucks for sure but yeah how are you guys able to to process this man how are you i mean like obviously you said it's kind of a roller coaster of emotions and yeah and things how are you guys doing like how are you processing all this we've definitely sat down and talked about it a lot and it was i mean um I, I really thought about calling you actually yesterday while we were there, but um, it was kind of like a quick turnaround because we had to come back for Lexi to work, but it was actually in Raleigh. Um, mm-hmm. And so we had an hour drive back, you know, and so yeah. um, we used that to um, just kind of just talk um, and um, and just talk through like how we're feeling about it. And um, I think today we're um recognizing that there's like more of that that we need to do and sit down um because i i feel like yesterday it's like the the height of like there's all these new resources that we can get into and stuff like that and like thinking about the trying to think about the positivity of that um but like i think today we're both kind of realizing that we need to deal with the like hard emotions that come Mm. from that and so um yeah i don't know we had we had some friends that um actually like snuck into our neighborhood and and uh and dropped like breakfast on our porch this morning and just like left us a note like just saying like you know just like hey we're here for you and you know here's like a little moment to pause and stuff and i was like man (laughs) that that hit me pretty hard this morning but um but yeah you know it's just kind of i don't know i don't know we'll we'll see so nate were you gonna say something i I don't want to i gotta well 
being the, being the friend I am, I've already talked to him last night about it. So. <laughs> <Good. Yeah>. Wow, <laughs> man. <laughs> no, that's, no, we were just already just talking about life to. anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, so, do you, um, do you feel like you've been able to like see some like find God in this moment yet, or do you feel like that's still a process that's that's yeah, you know, to look back on? Yeah, so I do feel like I understand. Like, I feel like Lexi and I kind of already know that, um, like it's it's not just for us right like because there wow. we have a ton of kids that are around us um and i mean being that i'm over kidsmen like we have a lot of family relationships here um and so having those relationships and like knowing you know knowing like where other people are at like we got her diagnosed really early um yeah. like she's like super early on that um like people don't normally go in when their kid is four you know to do that okay and so um so like with that and the balance like i know that there's families that we'll probably be able to talk to and like help them go through that um like already um but also just like unc teach is um number one in the nation okay you know so it's like the fact that we're here and that where we're at um and like we have the support that we do um right now um it was just like kind of like a like a thanks God. Um, and also like just really trying to reach into the fact of like, God, I know that you're in control and I know that you know what you're doing. Um, so I need to like, listen into mm. how you're doing this, like, like, or like why it's happening. You know, it's not like a, like, you know, I, and I think that's the, the, the great thing about about like knowing that God has that is that Lexi and I are not stuck like God why is this happening like why are you doing this to us like why is why is this a thing in our life it's like well we know that God's got a reason for it you know it's mm. it's not um you know it's not a mystery to him you know and so for us it's just like trying to understand what that actually looks like is is sort of like where we're at now wow. and um so I know there's ways that he's already like even before <laughs> we actually had the official diagnosis like there were so many ways that you know we've been able to speak into other people's lives with it but um but now i feel like it'll be even more honestly yeah i think i mean like it, i mean isn't that what it's about at the end of the day like you're in ministry and you live in in a in a glass house sometimes yeah. right right like maybe maybe we need some shutters up here and there and we got to put up some boundaries obviously to, to our house but yeah i mean i don't know like isn't it a, like even about kind of our, talking about the the podcast we did last week about just kind of opening opening up to say like okay god how are you going to use this right yeah. isn't that the isn't that the question that we're trying to ask god every day yeah 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 and <clears throat> good time to share this real quick matt um i was telling drew last night like on a podcast note, man, um, got a text from our buddy in Arizona, the guy that was there, that has the ministry in the schools. Richard, I think is his name. He drove me around a lot and stuff. Um, okay. For the, for the coaching oh, yeah. summit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, shot me a text last night, dude. Just like, dude, hey, I just listened to the last episode of your podcast. 
you have us lifting you up, your church up, supporting you, anything we can do, man, praying for you, and thank you for being so real. Like, you helped mm. me out a lot and stuff, so. I was like, whew, okay, that's, that's why we gotta do it, man. You never know who's gonna hear it now, you know, and, and what they need, so that was cool. Well, um, Drew, I was thinking that um, maybe you, if we, if you could listen over this and maybe start the podcast whenever yeah. he does a good spot. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I will. No worries. Nate, um, Nate, how are you doing after? Like, I was thinking that I wanted to. I thought it might be good to follow up with you to see, like, okay, so you went through it. You're, we were in the moment. Um, how yeah. was last week for you? How did, how did you follow up with? How, how, where are you at now? And how did, how did that week go? Man, honestly, it, it uh. It, it's a testament to the life he lived that we, the guy we lost it's literally it lit more of a fire for us to reach more people man like hey now you know let's let's continue this and um cast new vision and just uh, develop even more leaders to see more mentions in the world you know um so really lit a fire and people are healing i mean it was a heavy month and a half we did we lost him and one other guy that was key and um people are healing but now kind of bouncing back to that and really able to say, well, now let's go. This is what they would want us to do. They wouldn't want us to just soak the whole time, you know? So well, it's now not, uh, propelled us. Not not to be insensitive, uh, which is kind of my middle name sometimes, I think. So, but uh, <laughs> um, how are you doing, man? I, I, I understand that your people are going to go uh, through this. And obviously you got to lead people through this. But I think something that I like about this podcast is this concept of like, Let's talk about us a little bit about what what ministry is like and how are you how are yeah. you processing this and yeah. how is God leading you through all this? Wow, way way better question. I thought you were gonna say I don't want to be insensitive, but was he a giver? I know we harp on the lean pastor thing, but that might be the most lean pastor. <laughs> Welcome to the lunch table, people. Uh, yeah, welcome. welcome. We're real friends. No, all right. Um, I, man, I, boy, roller coaster is a good word, man. Um, like I said, that, and honestly, aside from the passing, but man alive, the series we're doing right now, shout out to Orange. We're using the, their bittersweet series coming right off the series on change and man i'm personally uh i was talking to a guy last night about it discipling like it's really brought up some emotions for me about how i used to be you know and how i used to hold grudges against people just because they didn't listen to the same music as me or the same style as me in college and stuff and so coming off of the grief of the loss to now saying how do we propel forward um <laughs> Hey, if you have to do two really hard funerals, I highly recommend one weekend going to uh, Maverick City and Lecrae <laughs> for a concert oh, man, because yeah. that was just an incredibly uplifting. And then the very next weekend, <clears throat> going to uh, Phil Wickham, Brandon Lake, and uh, Pat Barrett. <laughs> so it's like, if you can't recover spiritually uh, in those two arenas, um, you, you drive. But uh, I literally was just like, okay, God, what do you have for me? How can we help more hurting people? How can we pray for more healing, pray for more emotional support for those that are, are lost? And and God, show me what I need in my life to be able to do that for, you know, and lead others in that. And uh, just a really <laughs> refining, like, man, just purify my heart. Show me the air in my ways. Um, 
rocked my world and my marriage, like literally like um, concepts of my marriage just to say, hey, let this be, stop stressing about that. Have fun with your wife, love your wife. Don't worry about all these little details anymore. Um, kind of put lot, lots of things in perspective. Um, it led to some amazing family time with my kids, man. Uh, we did a kid life camping trip and just sleeping sleep in a tent, tent in 30 degree weather was not awesome. But <laughs> the uh, just how God uses your family, man, and uses your community around you to to show you the why, you know, remind you this is why we're doing. So personally, just able to really come out of it, cast new vision. God's showed me some very clear things for 2022, which helped me personally prepare for that. So um, trying to kick it into higher gear, not, you know, drop back and punt, you know. Yeah, and Drew, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this question vague, so that way I'll let you decide what you want to be on the recording or when we started and stuff like that. But um, you just shared some some heavy stuff that's going on in your life, and my question for you is is what do you? There's one thing as um, being a pastor where we can give advice. There's another aspect of we know what we need to do, but now it's a question of, are we going to do it? And I guess my question for you is, as you are going forward with this heaviness, what do you feel like, what do you feel like the next step for you to do? Like Nate brought up the Maverick City Lecrae thing. I feel like that's a God ordained moment for him to go through that. My question is for you is, what do you feel like going forward from here? And I'll let you speak into this as much or as little as you want to, or share with what you want. But like, what do you think are the next steps for you to find God in this moment? Well, honestly, like, I think, um, and, uh, you know, what, what, um, Matt is kind of talking about is like this idea of like, you know, I've got some decisions on things here, um, to make with ministry and just trying to like figure out what, you know, direction God has taken some things in, in. but also, also, like my, uh, my daughter just got diagnosed with, with autism, um, yesterday. Um, and so, um which is, I mean, you know, whatever it's, I I feel like that's one of those things that like, it's not a surprise, but it's also like the pain of that finality really sucks. Mm -hmm. And so, um, for, for me, um, I would say that like this honestly is a huge processing moment for me, um, being able to talk to you guys about it. Um, and just kind of like, um, have like someone that I know that is like, spiritually there with me you know the two of you guys um kind of you know be able to even just say the words out loud um is like honestly a huge a huge thing um but also um and this is probably the first time that this is like lined up this way so i feel like i just know that it's like a god-ordained thing um but um because i i plan my sermon series and like the teaching that we do for for youth um literally from the start of the semester um and so i had no idea that this was going to happen um because i didn't know when our appointment would be um for for kinsley but um uh but last week um i had like sort of like a, a worship night but it was like a practical worship night of like doing like art and and like wood burning and cool stuff like that. Um, you know, just trying to understand that, like, you know, trying to help our students understand that we've been created. And so therefore like we've been created to create and mm. our worship can look like that sometimes. And so, um, but this week, um, this Wednesday, we actually have like a legit worship night. Um, and, um, I just feel like for me, um, 
my heart kind of needs that. <laughs> and so, yeah. um, it was just like, a um, like a, wow, like that's kind of cool that that lined up that way. Um, but, um, do you feel yeah, like, do you, do you feel like the enemies will come up against you to try to, to talk you out of that worship night? Do you feel like you'll have, cause like, I think sometimes when I hear that, I'm always like, oh man, I know Satan's going to be on the move to yeah. try to figure out how to distract you <laughs> like crazy from, from what you need in that moment yeah probably <laughs> so <laughs> yeah uh i think for me like the the way i'm trying to get on that is like um uh where um and this is like the first time we've been able to do this is that i have actually have like um a bunch of volunteers on my on my team for student ministries that are um that actually volunteer on stage um and sing and stuff on sunday mornings and so um they're actually gonna like jump on stage with us and stuff um and be able to kind of speak into like the worship in the room a little bit as well um and so i really feel like um this is probably going to be um and i'm gonna keep just praying over it for it to be this way um but the um the moments that happen in between the songs <laughs> and like in between the, the music itself. Um, that's really what I'm there for, you know? Mm, um, yeah. you know, I'm like, like I'll probably like, I'm planning on kind of like processing through like worship through a hard place, you know, honestly, kind of like in a public way. Cause I feel like I, I've never, I never do, that's the wrong words hold on um like like i think that we as people do our best ministry through the things that god's doing in us um and um and i think i not only would i be robbing myself of of processing what's going on um but i would i really feel like for me at least it just like how i'm built um spiritually that i would be lying <laughs> being up there not talking about it um mm. you know and like that it it would just not like i would be robbing our students of like the experience of like my pastor is going through something yeah and not only is he still here but like he's telling me about how god is working in the middle of it you know wow. and like like I'm going through something, you know, like for like the, the students, like, you know, speaking from their point of view of like, I'm going through something and, you know, I want God to do that, you know, it's like, and then open the door, you know, like, and I know that I have students that are like really emotionally hurting right now. And so that's kind of like, like, a, okay, like uh, if we're, if we're going through stuff, I'm just going to go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> you know, so. I'm with you. I am so over this idea of whenever I hear, well, last year or five years ago yeah. or earlier this year, I was, I was, I was, and now I'm, I'm like, no, some people need to know that you're in the storm and that you yeah. can be, be with them. Because I think that's part of the problem. It's, it's, they're going through the storm. They're not coming out and they're looking up on stage going, oh, how, why does he get to make it through the storm? And I don't, but that's because yeah. they, they, they're, they're, they are having maybe a lunch table or are processing or are go are going to God and people need to see that while you're going through it as well. Yeah, they do. And if I could insert, man, I think for any leader out there that is going through something and you're not in a safe place to share it or whatever, like start looking within first. Mm -hmm. Like I think when you don't feel like you have much to hide or anything to hide, like you 
can be more vulnerable and real. Yeah. And like mm -hmm. the enemy does not want you to be vulnerable and real. So um, the magnitude of, of you doing that is, is huge. And that's why you have to have a lunch table, right? Like you need to process yeah. some of this. Like there is a truth to like, you need to process some of this, process some of this out before you get a microphone in your hands yeah, and say something sure. that, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. say, you know, when you start speaking, I mean, don't get, this, this is where it's so tricky in ministry is an art, not a science, because like, it's one thing to talk from the heart, but it's another thing when your wife or your pastor or a student or a family, when you say something and they're like, whoa, not cool, you know, like, but, but. Yeah. Like, hey, spouse, can I, can I share about there is you sucking uh, to be vulnerable and real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like sometimes too, like, um, and, and maybe it's, uh, it might be a little less of a reality in like a youth role um, because we like, experience turnover right like people age mm -hmm. out of our ministry um but the um but the thought of like five years ago or three years ago and, and then it's like wait i was here three years ago were you wow. just being fake then like are you fake yeah, now? Yeah, like, yeah. I, like <laughs> yeah. I don't know like you know and so it's like um you know i think that's the thing that like for me you know just being just being in this role for for you know however long we've been you know and just being in a place where things just happen you know it's like we're all human yeah. right but like the um like i feel like that's just something that god is like really you know pressed on my heart you know especially in the last couple of years with stuff with kinsley that it's just like the the more that we can just be present um you know like that's how god gets the glory from that stuff and you know well, that's what it's that's about what, that's what i was gonna say i was like there's no matter i don't care how much strategy you have i don't care how much uh prep time you have for a sermon i don't think there's any greater words than saying i don't know but i'm trusting god right now yeah right like i don't i don't know but i'm i'm with god right now i'm leaning on him even more right now than ever before yeah. like that to me like I remember um, we go to this missions trip. Uh, we used to go to it every year. Um, COVID kind of threw that off, but um, interns or some of the young adults would do their devotions in the morning and they were never the most prepared, right? They're never the like yeah. the, 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 the best prepped sermon. And this is people who've been working on roofs and painting and yard. I mean, this is August in Florida hot, right? But when they walked in and these young adults and older adults, when every time they would say, I don't know, but I'm walking with God right now. The spirit would move like nothing yeah. else, nothing else. And it's always amazing to hear that. Yeah. Youth, I think youth pastors across the world that listen to our podcast are now going to never prepare for the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, that might be another podcast that I would love to talk about is like uh, preparing helps you be more creative, not limits your creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. so we could, that's definitely another <laughs> podcast to talk about, about being prepared and being mentally ready to go up and share we oh, we, we, sure. we probably should follow yeah. this up with that we should we should but i feel like too I'll like say this that, that a teaser but uh don't ever do what nate did in that category let's just say that <laughs> are you gonna tell the story well now, well, now we gotta hear the story <laughs> no i said it's a teaser no that's, that's a, a teaser, teaser for when uh, we do all right that I, I like it never do what nate did yeah, yeah. i yeah. i that's a, I was thinking that I was thinking maybe the final, the ending uh, question could be like, all right, tell us about the time you, you, you said something with a microphone in your hand that you're going, Oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, hey guys, um, I actually have to get going here in a little bit, and um, but lo- let's hear your closing thoughts. Like, let's let's. I, I've always enjoyed being able to um, kind of finish up our conversation about kind of what you've taken away from this and um, that kind of thing. Drew, why don't you go first, Nate, and then I'll, I'll close us out. Yeah, for sure. And um, you know, honestly, I think that one of the things that comes from this is um you know just in my own heart like this is me talking to me too um just as much as it is for for everybody listening but like um you know the authenticity of like us coming with our own full selves um like really goes a long way um and so um you know i'm sure that everyone's going through something um you know and like this has been like a really long journey coming up to this. And like, honestly, if anything, it feels like more like a start of a journey than a finish um, for me. And so um, just trying to like figure that out and like, okay, well, what does that look like? You know, but um, you know, honestly, just (laughs) in this place of earnestly trying to trust God um, in the midst of it too, um, you know, just want to like, you know, challenge um, y'all that are listening and, and uh in this way of just like don't don't let it be something that um you get stuck and you're like in your own place like like have a place you know have a lunch table have a a zoom call a phone call and and, you know where you where you can process through some things um and then and then put that that heart and soul into what you do right like if you are if you are a worship pastor somewhere like you better worship your face off to some songs that are like really Mm, important to like what you're going into and going through like like let like your heart shine through because like that's where god's doing the most work in your life anyway and he's gonna keep doing that um through your life if you let him love it wow yeah exactly my takeaway um to piggyback off that was like just encourage everybody to really self-reflect. Like if you're not being vulnerable and honest in your area of ministry, why not? Like what's keeping you from mm. that? And mm. man, especially with the lunch table, like like Drew has now been able to process this several times verbally because of his amazing spouse, because of his community, friends, this this platform. Like, you know, if you if you realize I've not had a chance to process this, I'm gonna word vomit on a stage, that might not be the best idea either. <laughs> so it's yeah. like who do you have in your life to talk to? Who do you have in your life to to unleash what you're going through? Um, and then that would open the door and prepare you to share that, you know, in your ministry and in your areas. So uh, make sure that um, you have people to talk things through with. Uh, make sure you have people speaking into your life. Um, it could even be a, hey, you should share that. Or, yeah, let's keep that between us and uh, pray about that, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but to help with the filtering system, but also and a chance to get it out yourself. Um, I think it's huge. Yeah, I think my takeaway is something that Drew said was um, just saying out loud the what that meant. To, just to kind of say these words and get these things out. I mean, just just it, it makes a big difference. If you want to last in ministry for a long time, you need to start talking out loud, right? Yeah. And obviously talking in your prayer life, obviously going to God, but then also letting His his people surround you and, and help you and lead you through this. If you're going through something right now, um, a great book that, that I'm reading right now is Don't Let the Enemy Have a Seat at Your Table by Louis Gigolo. I mean, it really touches on this idea of how we so easily let Satan have a seat at our table. And um, 
that if you were if you were a legit host, you'd say we're going to put that in our show notes. You can there's a link to that book. Right? Well, I have no technical. Okay, I have no technical <laughs> ability whatsoever, and so I uh, as as a lead pastor, he'll just tell someone to do it. Me, I have to I have to wait for someone to volunteer for someone to do wow. it, which is true. So wow. you know, I got to be yes. careful here. No, but it really is a, um, it's one of those books where the, I'm reading it now and our staff is reading it as well. And we were talking about it yesterday in our staff meeting and it just, it's things that you know, it's things that you know, but it's things we don't, we were talking about things we don't say out loud in, a, in our whole conversation really just reminding me that that's a great resource for anyone who, who might want to um, dive a little bit deeper in this type, in this topic. Hey, we are so glad that you've joined us for this kind of, um, this is a very interesting podcast episode and in that we did actually just start recording and jump in. Um, I'm not sure exactly where it's going to get kicked off at, but we hope you enjoyed it. We hope that you get to see the heart of, of a lunch table, of talking these things out. And if you need anyone, we are there for you. I don't think any of us are at a place where we would not be able to respond to you. And even like Nate said, he got a text from a buddy who we just met um, for a couple nights up in uh, at IA Summit. And um, we, we hope we, we, we want to try to be that for you as well. So just let us know how we can support you. Thanks for joining the lunch table. Can't wait to see you next week. Bye. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>